Welcome to the Athletes Mindset Academy podcast, where we help gymnastics coaches and parents develop happy, healthy athletes who know how to win. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. It's Stacy, Amy, and Allie with Athletes Mindset Academy, and we are so excited to be here with you today. This month is all about coaching yourself. And so uh, we wanted to talk this week about why that is important, what's in, why it's important to coach yourself. So I am going to throw it out, Amy, to you and Allie. Why do you think it's important to coach yourself? And we're specifically talking about coaching yourself with mind, you, like using mindset tools, uh, coach, the emotional tools, all the tools that we teach, why it's important to use them in your everyday life. Okay. Allie, you okay if I jump in here? Oh, go for it. Okay. I was just, I love this because just the importance of coaching yourself. I was just working with a client this morning. And before we even started, I said, here's the thing. Today is our last meeting together. We've been working together for months. This is our last session together. That's a formal meeting. And I want to tell you that doing these, she was super excited. All these things have happened. She's had all this growth and, and um, all these results that she wanted, right? And I said, what happens normally is when summer hits and everything's going well, we kind of let go of these tools. We forget that they're important because things are easy. And right now everything's pretty good for you because you've been working through these for three months now. And she said, yeah, it's so nice. So the beautiful thing that I thought was interesting is at the beginning of the call, we talked about that, how she's probably not going to want to work on these when everything's easy until she moves on to college in the fall, then things are going to be changing again. And she's going to have these things and she's going to want some help. I said, that's just normal. So she said, yes, I definitely want to, I'm going to be using these tools. I'm going to keep going. And I said, great. At the end of the call, I, we right at the very end, I said, okay, so is there anything else? And she goes, no, I think I'm good. I think I'll pick this up in the fall and start using the tools again, literally within 45 minutes. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I told her, I said, oh, that's interesting. Remember what we talked about at the very beginning? Your brain is going to not want to do things when things are easy, but it's just like not stretching. She has an injury that she's had recurring. And if you didn't do the physical therapy, and if you didn't do the stretching for that, and if you decided just to wait for three months to go ahead and keep doing that you're going to feel tight you're going to feel a tightness in the flexibility you're going to feel a little bit of weakness that's the same with these tools and that was really interesting to have her brain in 45 minutes go from of course I'm going to do this every day to I'll just pick these back up in the fall it was amazing because that's what all of our brains do right so the importance of consistency and it I Ali you could talk about this it, I don't believe it takes very much time for these tools to really be impactful as far as um, a regular consistent routine. But I'll hand it over to you. That was my experience today. So I love that we're talking about this. Well, I think it was great too. I was gonna use the same example with stretching where we like, we have this goal, like I'm gonna get my splits all the way down or someone is like, oh, I'm gonna work through, overcome my fear of this skill. And then you work really, really hard to get there. And then you get there and they're like, okay, cool, I'm done. Like, 
I did it. And then you stop putting in all the effort that like helped you get there. And so what happens when you stop putting in that effort, it's slowly going to go away. I mean, you have a strong base now, right? Your base is stronger and you've still done things to help you, but without consistently doing your splits every day after working so hard to get them down, that's not going to stay that way. I can speak from experience. <laughs> my, splits are, my splits are like ooh, a little bit tighter than they used to be. And, and you have those people that are a little extra flexible, but anyways, you get the point. It's just one of the those things where like, once you reach a goal, if you stop doing the things that helped you reach that goal, which is mindset training, then you're not going to be able to continue to move forward from that. Or you might even go backwards. And so like the consistency of the mindset tools are going to help you do that. And then in addition to that, be able to apply them quicker and in the moment, like if it's not something that you're practicing, like if you're practicing running these models and like knowing how to use it, you can use it in the moment way easier than if you're not practicing them. Cause then you're like, Oh wait, how did I do that? How do I move from this thought to this thought? What is happening? And then, you know, it takes more time and it's not as accessible to you, which, um, it's really, I think what's most exciting, and important about it. Cause now I can be like, Oh my gosh, this is what's going on. And this is this is like what I want to do to work on it and to have to go back and relearn it is, is not going to help you smoothly transition there. So that's where well, I get the importance. And, and just one more thought with that one thing it's, I just heard this this morning too, from one of my kids, he said, so mom, I don't think there's any such thing as stagnant. I think either we're moving forward or backwards, even when you're not doing anything, it's moving essentially away from your goals is what he verbally was saying we're either moving towards our goals or away from our goals and like Ali said mindset training is always moving towards your goals mm -hmm. so I love that as far as the, the importance of this work that it's it's everything for yeah. me yeah. so and I think for me you know so I have a coach that I meet with weekly and every single week I'll go in like no well we're gonna talk about this week and then every time <laughs> it blows my mind and I you know but when I do the work in between, when I coach myself in between is when I really see consistent, persistent growth. Mm. Um, when I only rely on my coaching session with her to be the time of the week that I examine my brain and deal with my emotions, I grow some, like we'll have big breakthroughs in the session, but I don't see that consistent, persistent growth in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a very like choppy kind of experience. And so it's still more growth than when I have seasons where I'm not getting coached and I'm not doing my self coaching, mm -hmm. but when I combine getting coached with then coaching myself every single day is when I actually see significant growth and significant results. But I think for me, the other reason of like coaching yourself on a regular practice, like ideally it would be daily. Right. But whenever we shoot for daily, if we like, it's just regular, like let's just shoot for regularly <laughs> doing things as often as possible. Whenever we do it on a regular basis. I mean, the reality is you have a brain every day, every day, your brain is going to be working like a human brain, telling you all the reasons to be scared of the things that you should be doing, replaying tapes of things that you think about yourself that are negative thinking thoughts that lead to negative emotions that drag you down for the day. I've been coaching time management a lot lately and just talking about like that consistent 
effort of resisting a negative emotion all day long is exhausting. And I think the reason so many of us are so tired at the end of a day or the end of a workout is because we spent so much energy resisting our negative emotions and because we're not doing the work to process them, to figure out the thoughts that are leading to them, and then to figure out the thoughts that we want to be doing instead. And so that, that doesn't matter if we're going after a goal or not, we have that every single day, right? So even just when we just got to work out for the summer and we're not necessarily trying, but I mean, even then, like in this part of gymnastics, you're never just staying stagnant. Like you're, you're always either upgrading and training for the next level or trying to perfect and compete, all of which require a ton of mindset work. You know, in order to do the work, to do the upgrades, you've got to work with your brain on all the things that your brain is telling you about what's scary and why you're not going to be able to get them and why they're a problem. And then when you're into perfecting about why you're not going to get that. And then when you're into competing, like we're never at a stage, gymnastics isn't a sport where you take, you know, time off, right? Like we train all year round. And so in that we've got to train our brain all year round too, not just when we're in the middle of competition season, but that's true for us as coaches, as parents, um, every day we have a brain. And so every day we need to manage it. You know, it's, it's kind of a little bit like saying like, cause you know, every day we have a brain, but every day we have a toddler brain. Every day we have that little brain inside of us that just needs some parenting. It'd be, it's a little bit like saying, oh, I'm just not going to supervise my kid today. I'm just going to, my, my two-year-old, I'm just, I'm out, I'm tired. They can run amok as much as they want. Like, well, you can do that. But the, the downfall of everything that happens in the house is usually not one you want to deal with, right? And so coming back and going like, every day I need to supervise my little toddler brain. Every day I need to put in the work to help, to help do that. But for me, just the more consistency of emotion, like, I don't know. I mean, for me, I struggle a lot with depression, with anxiety, with um, really strong negative emotions. And so when I'm doing my daily thought work, it just makes so much difference rather than when I'm just trying to, um, Ali, like you said, just kind of do it on the fly. And I also want to point out too, like with that, um, a lot of times when you're feeling good, you guys talked about, we don't like to do it. And then we almost wait until it's like a big problem too. And we have already practiced now those negative thoughts and those things that's making it in quotes, a problem for much longer when we wait until we're like, we actually are not functioning or not doing the things that we want to be doing. And one that is like definitely not more fun. Right. And two, like it just, it, we are almost practicing those negative ones when we're not doing the work, which makes it harder to let go of when we want to do the work. Wow. And so like waiting mindset training is an all year thing, because if you wait until it's a problem, then it's also like, just more work and the more we're like, oh, we're saving energy, right? Like uh, coach Amy was saying, like our brain doesn't want to do things. It's trying to save this energy. But then like, think of how much more energy we have to spend now trying to um, change our mindset once it becomes our, what we believe is in quotes, a problem. And so like mindset training, isn't just like when I have a problem, 
I deal with it. Mindset training is like continually learning and growing so that, yeah, you can manage those emotions and you can recognize those thoughts and that you can prevent things from becoming this like big problem and just enjoy it more. Coaching is a lot more fun too, when you're not feeling like you're dealing like with a big problem. It doesn't have to be a big dramatic thing. It can just be helping you through your day and noticing your brain. And like, that can even be fun and exciting when you're doing it on a daily basis. I found that at least. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're going to think this is a little bit random guys, but (laughs) Allie was just talking. And at the beginning of this call, I noticed two pictures behind her. And those of you on the podcast won't see the pictures. I literally did not see what those pictures were. I just thought, oh, those are two nice paintings, like abstract paintings. Do you see it now? Okay. Super crazy. Those who are listening, I literally did not realize she has a cow on one picture and a pig on the other picture. And it wasn't until Allie was talking that my eyes clearly saw the image. And that to me is exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So. I love that. I, that's so funny. Cause I just, I saw, I noticed the pictures three times because they're new. And so I was like, Oh, that's so artistic. Oh, what a beautiful coloring. Yes. I did not see the image of what they actually were until you mentioned the Amy. And that's exactly what happens to us. Mm-hmm. is we kind of just see things in general, but we don't see things clearly and detailedly until we examine them. And that's what happens with our brain every single day. And so here's the thing that I do want to say, coaches and parents, almost every time that they come to us is when your gymnast is ready to quit. Mm-hmm. When your gymnast is so frustrated, they're crying in practice every day when your gymnast can no longer move forward because they're, um, they're no longer moving forward to, um, like, and so they're going to quit. They're like, I'm, I'm stuck at this level. I can't, I can't move forward. So I'm going to quit. Like that's the time that our brains, or that's the time that coaches bring kids to us or that parents bring kids to us. Like, I'm not going to let you quit until you've at least tried to figure some of this out. And at that point, the kid is so done Mm -hmm. and, or you just have so much like crisis stuff to work through. It doesn't ever have to get to crisis point. I am telling you, it doesn't have to, Mm -hmm. if you use these tools and train and teach kids how to deal with their mind and their emotions in the same way you teach them how to have, how to do a handstand and how to safely fall when they're trying, when they're learning a new skill and how to hold their body position in the air. When you train them, like if you train them on how to hold their body position, then they can hold that body position as they learn every new skill. But if you wait until they're trying a new skill and you're like, oh, let me teach you how to hold a body position, like so much harder. And these things that we have to teach you and your athletes, I promise are the foundation of healthy, happy athletes that, that win, but they don't have to wait until they come into crisis. I was just talking to a gym owner yesterday and, and they were like, wow, it sounds so exciting. The things that you guys are doing, but honestly, we don't have anybody in crisis. We don't have any problems. So it's just it's just not really worth it to us to invest that money and time into this right now because we don't have any problems. But if we do, you know, when we have gymnasts who are having a problem, I'll send them your way. And I, you know, I kind of tried to say the same thing of like waiting until it's a problem is like saying, I'm going to wait to start teaching my kids um, strength and conditioning and flexibility until kids are injured. 
Mm. Like you prevent the injury by doing the proper strength training and flexibility. If you don't do it, then kids get injured. So the same thing is true with this. When you don't teach them how to deal with their brain, how to deal with their emotions, they will get to crisis. But waiting until they're in crisis when you could have taught them there, it's not making them. Like waiting, you know, kind of doing that like, well, I'm not going to teach you how to do flexibility or strength training until you get injured. And then once you're hurt, then I'll go ahead and do the things that could have prevented it in the first place. Like that's the same thing here. These tools will prevent it in the first place and learning how to apply them. So the now end rant, coming back to our own personal lives, learning how to apply them every single day is the same thing. Like don't wait until you're injured Instead, do the things that are going to prevent the injury from happening in the first place. Anything to add, Allie and Amy, before we sign off here? No, it's just so important. We'll teach you more about how to do it. We just wanted you to understand why yeah. it matters. Yeah, so next week, tune in and, and always join us in on our social media. But next week, tune in and we will teach you the exact process that we use every single day to coach ourselves, to coach our brains and coach our athletes. So we will see you guys soon. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. We believe that you've got this, but we would love to help you in your athletic journey. We know you need to get maximum results in the shortest time possible. So we've created a program with short, effective lessons and coaching that you can fit between practice and the rest of life. We coach parents, coaches, and athletes in the mental and emotional health tools they need to create an environment for athletes to thrive. Invest in the one thing that will have the greatest impact on your success, your mind. Check us out at athletesmindsetacademy.com. Let's do this.